0: Okay. I mean, I yeah, I'm definitely ready. It just you know, it, looks we, like we I'm should, unboxing should... something for the first time. That's but the it's the part. opposite. We should be showing people it's the reboxing.
1: <laughs> it's the repackaging of the pa- of the uh, <laughs> of the next pad because that's how we do it. You know, it's done. No, uh, we have. a I mean, as soon as this loan. stream is
0: done, mine's getting the same treatment. Where I'm going to be putting it back <laughs> in its shipping box. I spent good part of the day
1: just today just um, doing that. Uh, let me just,
0: just reach down and yeah, pick yeah. this up because it's Two really pretty.
1: It is. It is. It is. It's Absolutely. So I love the um, the simplicity of it. So I, I saw this at CES, and boxes on the floor. So I saw this at CES, and they showed mm-hmm. it off with the, um, what's it called? The next display or the new... The, yeah. I guess they're moving into a huge different form factors than what we're used to seeing next, the next computers or next computing. Let me just mm-hmm. snap that on. And there we are. The next bat is fully assembled. <laughs> and here... Juan, can you see yourself in it? And right there.
0: Yeah. Hey, there I am. <laughs> That's, That's what, what I, I meant. Get. When you
1: have too many displays, you got to do it. <laughs> hey. I'm,
0: I'm swimming in too uh, okay, many screens right second. now. If we're going to go
1: cheesy. Let's hilarious. go cheese
0: department. So well, you guys are just going to watch the entire stream through the reflection. <laughs> this is, this is the DK inception. And
1: <laughs> That's I. the shows inception. Oh
0: so I made boy. the mistake of also sticking some of like the, their adapters to the back. And now I can't. It's so hard to get them off.
1: The uh, oh, you mean the uh, the the sticky pad, right? The, the one. Not...
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I tried not to.
1: Um, they only included one in the package for me, and okay, they gave me with... two. Oh, lucky you! Yeah, because and... mine only had one.
0: So did you... was yours the circle or the sort of filled in rectangle? No,
1: it's uh, a solid uh, solid solid uh, circle. It's a solid metal. Yeah, a solid piece of metal with an adhesive. Three M adhesive on one side.
0: Right, circle or the rectangle? Circle. Okay, so I have that open ring and then they also included a solid rectangle. Oh. Sorry. So, that was yeah. my that was my daughter's watch. I don't know what the timer was, but she apparently set a timer before she put the watch on the charger in my office. So um the solid piece oh, I'm sorry, of metal. No,
1: no, sorry. My mistake. You are correct. It is yeah, rectangle.
0: solid rectangle. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I have. I mean, it's like we're describing the marshmallows in a box of Lucky Charms. Um, <laughs> the uh, that that solid rectangle was strong enough through the bumper case on my Honor Magic Four to keep yep. it stuck on there, um, which was very impressive.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, every single one with the Honor, with the OnePlus, with the uh, uh, the Huawei. Oh, I'm glad and... you mentioned
0: that. I still have it behind my case i need to put this back in the box box? (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad you said that but you know we can show people here you know you just kind of slap it on there and even if it's not stuck to the phone (laughs) yeah
1: because that's how we do it welcome back to earthquake
0: cam (laughs) actually
1: it's surprisingly uh surprisingly solid as far as the uh the adhesive part a surprise. Yeah. I honestly thought it was going to be a little bit shaky or something. Sorry, I'm resizing windows. I'm not ignoring
0: you. I, you uh, know, magnets, they do amazing things. So, yeah, uh, everyone, welcome to the best of our week where we've got a bunch of displays. To <laughs> I'm back. swimming in displays right now. I have too I... many
1: displays. <laughs> uh, so, okay, Dave the, uh... Burns
0: on on the Discord was like, oh, you can't have too many screens. And you're like, right now in the office, I think I've got 15, 15 monitors. Oh, dude, so you, I need you, you to... So I'm I, like, as much as I love this next pad, I'm also like, I'm okay sending it back to you guys. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> I know you you were so kind to send out this like short term. This is like or pre uh, pre pre release pre release. I guess yeah. you would say. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah. just like okay, this is really sweet. I'm I'm so glad I got to take this first spin. I have to get rid of some screens. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, believe
1: it or not, actually, uh, as, as fun as it is to have so many screens, it also generates a lot of heat. That's the other thing that you can keep yeah. in mind. In a studio environment, especially when it already is depending where you're located and so on like for me that's one of my biggest problems like when i'm setting up this side i make sure that everything else is shut off in the office because everything else yeah. start generating especially those two behind me yeah i can practically just sit here in the middle of the winter and i'll be fine like it's freezing it'll be fine it'll just i think warm. i'm
0: gonna get rid i've got that old beat up vizio tv which is basically just a panel for my chromecast and i think i'm just gonna uh, give wait up
1: was on that it? the one on the, the wall or dump it not, not i've got it on the, the
0: bookcase on the bookcase, um, oh, yeah, yeah, over, yeah, I that. on the side by the doorway, yeah, yeah. and and it's just like you know, it 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 makes you know when you're sitting too close to a TV and especially older TVs, mm-hmm. they they make that electrical coil whine, yeah, yeah, and you're like I can be sitting across the office and I can hear the TV, mm-hmm. do you know what I mean? Like if the yeah, TV yeah. doesn't have anything actively playing and the speakers aren't on, I can hear the TV, so I can't even leave it on for like having a nice screensaver saver photo just for some decoration in the office it's i can't shoot with it because it mm-hmm. does make just enough of a buzz that i can pick it up on my mics and i hate having to scoop all that out yeah you know, like i've got i've got this set up here with two big displays one of which i'm going to be doing a video on soon too mm-hmm. and i i feel it's just time i've got to start simplifying a bit more i got to oh, start absolutely. parting with some of this kit well,
1: i mean and getting the setup getting your office set up down to a more uh, I, I would say optimized workflow That really at the end of the day it needs to fl- it needs to support what you're trying to do but not get in the way of what you're trying to do yeah and when it becomes that part when it's coming getting in the way it yeah it, it's counterintuitive i don't feel like i always try to fix things around and luckily lately i've been able to use the our dining table to be able to film a lot of my stuff since cool. it's a nice service so yeah, I've, I've had a little bit of relief, but I understand. Yeah, uh, I'm with you.
0: <laughs> less is always yeah, well, a less is always more sometimes. <laughs> sometimes. Oh, no, absolutely. I mean, and, and yeah, 40% the new... of the time, it works every time. <laughs>
1: that is interesting. Okay, hold on a second. This is very, very interesting. This magnet is doing some funky stuff. Let me just put the magnet here. Okay, so I had it sitting Uh-oh. here for a second, and I lift it. And every time I lifted it, Chrome opened a new tab. <laughs> I'm like, how did that happen?
0: Oh, uh, Oh Michael Peppertech I'm glad I'm not the only one who can hear the electrical whine. I just listen to Juan wine to cover it up. That is the best strategy. I mean I I, uh, hold I up. Michael Where's Peppertech Bumble- I, <laughs> I I I mean I can find no fault with your statement. That is that is accurate. So uh, I think that's just good life advice. It it's general. like a fine wine. It gets better with age. You know how it is, you know? <laughs> that's right. I mean not like my whining doesn't age like milk
1: you know, let's not go sour about anything right now, but yeah. Ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> Every time we tell that joke, I falafel. So there. <laughs> okay. I'm going to end it there because we're, we're about to get everybody. Just because hummus... of hummus. <laughs> no,
0: okay. Too many food puns. Um, <laughs> but yes. Uh, so, so both of us were, we're taking a spin with the next next pad from and the makers of the Next, next Dock, which we are yeah, both very big fans. of. I think of. it's like
1: Next Computing. It is the actual company name. That's
0: the full <laughs> name. I just yeah. When when you go to their site, it's just like NEX. So yeah. I've kind of gotten lazy, and I'm now I'm starting calling I'm calling them Nex.
1: No, I it to me it's what's next really if you think about it because with the solutions yeah. that they've offered us over the years, we've been used to using their laptop experience, not laptop, but like their clamshell uh, version. Mm-hmm. So they had the 360, then they had the touch, and then they had the, uh, obviously, the first gen. And one thing that I realized first and foremost when I started using, yeah, exactly, like that one, uh, is mm-hmm. that this is not really trying to compete with the touch or the 360 solution.
0: NVIDIA is going crazy. It's like, where is one moving? Um, I might just turn it off and go with a wider shot because we have so many screens. Give me a second. You keep talking. Okay. I'm going to turn off my. my So for
1: me, the first thing I noticed with that is, it it truly is trying to give you a tablet experience, not a computer-based experience. Where the next stock is trying to give you a PC experience we utilizing exactly uh using um uh, what's it called the either decks uh, ready for this is like literally the one time i wish i had
0: i still had the ready for the moto three uh the motor mm-hmm.
1: because i was like the only one i couldn't test but i mean i knew we would so i no started
0: using it and then mm-hmm. um i i was i was just chatting with barry and he was like you know i'd totally be down to give that moto a run for its money and I'm like well they haven't asked for it back yet so why don't you go ahead and take it since it's got my Folio case and stylus mm-hmm. on it, and you can just jam until I get some kind of word from Moto mm-hmm. or Qualcomm that they need that they need it back. So just as I'd sent that off, I'd I'd, I'd had the pairing for a day, and like a doofus, I didn't shoot any B roll of using Ready for. I just was using Ready for oh, with the Next Pad. But you didn't use. I, yeah, I didn't I shoot it.
1: If you didn't shoot it, did it really happen? Nope, know. that's the question.
0: The nope, nope, no, no, it brother.
1: didn't. Want <laughs> working on his QVC tryouts, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> and it. here we go, please. Yes, absolutely. Um, but the experience, like I said, it, it's very different. Um, they're not trying to replicate the next stock, they're trying to give you a different solution. It truly is trying to give you what. I mean, for the better, for the lack of a better word, what this tablet is going to give you if you're using a Samsung, this is the Tap S8 Ultra. This is a obviously one UI tablet that runs Dex, and you are able to run Dex as the uh, the uh, the system, uh, you know, the uh, the operating system. But yeah, next talk as, as Juan's showing you right there, the every part of this is purposely built that it's purposely set for a function, uh, from the Folio case to the Pogo pins at the bottom that they're looking into possibly making a keyboard for it. Um, they're really trying to just build a tablet experience, but it seriously is a solid piece of hardware like it's it, it, it's heavy, it's heavy, but like you can seriously like you can you can fan like you can just really just okay it's a hot day and I want to fan myself. That's how solid this thing is and like it's not going anywhere.
0: Well, I mean, because you've you've got some tablets over there right now, just from handling it a bit, I would say that this is definitely heavier and sturdier than any of the recent iPads that i've poked around with okay well, yeah, i mean you know, what about uh, with like a galaxy tab
1: so for me on the on the tablet on the on the galaxy so i have the tab as 8 ultra obviously this is a much bigger one this is 14 inches to a 12 inch uh it it gives me it's a slightly different experience because this is really still utilizing the phone right so the next pad is definitely i would feel like about the same weight Although this is definitely more metal because of the so completion.
0: that's that's kind of what I mean is is yeah. like this is definitely sturdier and heavier than an iPad. So a yeah. lot of those iPad Pros are very I malleable.
1: The Tab S8 Ultra is also uh, the build quality is high. I mean it's a premium tablet. Samsung definitely so still but, dominates that market. But right
0: but there. but I but I feel that's important to point out where this twelve-inch slate with with a sizable chin so that you can snap a phone to the bottom.
1: Um, or snap it to the back of the monitor.
0: Doesn't have anything else in it, and the construction is nearly as heavy as a Tab S8 Ultra. So that's that to me is is like so. Everything that went into constructing this is machined metal. Yeah, durability. Mm-hmm. There, there is no battery inside of this. There are only no some battery. controllers.
1: There's no speakers. There's no SD card support. There's it, this is seriously like it's it's, it's very, just it's
0: just the hubs. It's just the controllers yeah, yeah. and the exciter for the screen. Mm-hmm. All of this weight is going to making something that is incredibly sturdy and and it's one of the most rigid slates that I've had. I've got. I mean, we've got other you know screens and stuff. The Innocent. Um, 1080p oh, right. OLED yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. over on the side. It's a 15-inch display that is demonstrably lighter than this. And when you yep. pick it up, you do you, you yep. are concerned this is gonna like Fall, flex or... on you <laughs> yeah, yeah. if you if you put too much um, if you put too much force or pressure into twisting it. So what what they're doing with the next pad is again it is built with a durability and, and a ruggedness. It's, in mind for a portable yeah. display that we don't see very often.
1: Yeah, exactly, and it, it's something that I appreciated more with the um, the NextDock three three hundred and sixty, and even the, the you know the Touch Two. For me, it's it's been their drive and their force. Even when, when we when we get a chance to down the road, if we get a chance to play with the monitor, the monitor is built exactly the same way. It's that yeah, machine. It looks little, yeah, it's chunky soft. and heavy yeah, and solid. Yeah, no, no, no.
0: So so I would say that the next pad as a 12-inch slate is about as heavy, maybe a little heavier. Again, this is hard because of size and leverage, but it feels a little heavier than my 15 inch metal WiMAX screen. Oh wow,
1: they're really big. Okay. And that's got like
0: the, the full wraparound folio case. It's a, it's a 15 inch metal clad display. Yeah, I and know. I would say well, this great. is coming in pretty close, if, if not maybe a little heavier.
1: But I what like I like it. about it is the functionality and the purpose built. So like you said at the beginning, uh, and I want to make sure that, you know, I know you guys, are, it doesn't sound like, you know, there's, we both released coincidentally, purely out of, yeah. we
0: didn't plan that stars, at all.
1: Start a line. Uh, no, seriously. Uh, like I posted my video and I sent him a text during the day. I said, Hey Juan, did next talk or did next send you the next pad? I didn't hear a message back from him, but I saw his video go live and I'm like, yeah, he did. So here's was yeah. like weird. We did not plan it. Uh, and we, I think we both got them roughly about the same time. Um, mm-hmm. But it, like you were saying before, though, the, the actual purpose part here, there's a massive ch- space at the bottom for the magnets and the IO to, to allow the IO to go from both sides. So there's wiring in there. There's no battery, but some of the options that we get in here on top of the fact that the case itself opens or the back cover opens to become a, uh, like a stand It's also the fact that it actually flips and becomes Mm -hmm. a magnetic clamp to the back of a monitor, which I found to be really cool, especially with my MacBook. I ran that with the MacBook first. uh, Did Did you try it with the Surface? So I did try it with the Surface. It was. It was, was just no it was, way to. It I got. No I got it me.
0: set up. I got it. I mean, like oh, I. I felt like hand. I could. I could type, and and so it's in my video. It is uh, okay. ridiculously tall, um, it is, but it is I, absolutely flimsier and not as sturdy as so what using it like is, side by side.
1: So that's what I ended up doing with mine. So for me, it was. I felt like it was un. Without putting the sticky, since I only had one, and I couldn't stick it on mm-hmm. one thing. I didn't want to put it on the back of my surface because I didn't want the adhesive I still haven't done the video for, for sure. the surface. So I felt like let me just leave that there. But yeah, you're right. It's I think it's partially the ergonomics, the surface displays because of the shorter 12 12 12 inch display 4x3. You don't have enough leverage for it to kind of clamp on and, and I felt like it wasn't sturdy enough to keep it up for no. that long. So I I in my video at least what I end up doing is I put them side by side. So I made it into tent mode, and I ended up using it as a side display. And realistically, they're both 12 inches, uh, obviously different form factor, 116 by so 9. So how many comments
0: three. did you get that from people saying uh there's no point to ever having anything like a portable monitor or a laptop dock and it's get, never worth it and i can't I see it. what the u- use case for this would be i did get I and got i, got I one lack any imagination no, for okay. products of different categories mm-hmm. and i've never used a portable gaming console or a regular gaming console a laptop or a desktop with multiple monitors um, a Nintendo Switch or a Steam Deck, a camera with an HDMI output, port, a tablet that can do video output or a phone Absolutely. that can do video out. Um, even, you know, like just home AV equipment, that would be kind of nice to have its own proper screen dedicated to that kind of video send. And yeah. I'm someone who is motivated to comment on tech videos because I'm a techie, but yeah. I lack any of the imagination to foresee a use case where someone would be interested in a durably built portable screen? Because I got about five.
1: Well, I got one, but I'm, I'm still going. I mean, the video, <laughs> video is still fresh. It's very... still young. It's yeah, <laughs> still, still young. I did get one, and uh, I, I kind of purposely re- responded back saying, look. This is a purposely built piece of hardware that is intended for a specific use. If you want to use your device for more than it's intended for, to utilize the full potential of the phone that you have in your pocket, if it supports a desktop experience, you owe it to yourself to use something like this. It's light, it's easy, and it's portable, and it's minimalistic. For anybody that's trying to go minimalistic on their, st- on their setup on the go, this is extremely thin. Like even yeah. with the with the with the cover on the back, it is super thin, really good strong magnet in the back that it's not gonna come out and you're easily set up. You're already Yeah, TK, all go. I hear is
0: this blah 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 about <laughs> stuff. And I again, you're talking to someone with limited capacity for any kind of empathetic imagination. So you need to explain to them in exactly the things that they do with their tech, which I imagine is extremely limited. Like,
1: I, I would, I would imagine, it's something they, that they you must be in.
0: so narrow focused. They can barely use a web browser to get to YouTube. I mean, that's the kind of tech literacy I think we're talking about. So you're not going to impress them with all of the good things about this product. You need to spoon feed them what they might be able to do with it and why they should be interested in any kind of tech accessory. Ready? Go. Yeah. Well, I did
1: actually, do, but I did. And get if you can't defend question. the
0: product, then that means you're <laughs> you're not good at tech. I'm not by kidding. their criteria of Absolutely. being Luddite techies, I, I would have so, to. Continue so go that. ahead. I'm, don't let me keep interrupting you. I'm just gonna <laughs> run this bit as obnoxiously long <laughs> as long as we the can. joke's not funny anymore. It, is. it <laughs> it's funny. still going. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, did you did you try doing the the mini iMac mount? No, 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 no. Okay, uh, hold on. It, I don't really think it's supposed to be used this way, but I just, I was so tickled by it. So it has the the, the bar with the yeah. little tabs. Mm-hmm. So if you if you, oops, I almost lost the, the mini cable. Um, man, this is so hard way. to get off. The magnet ring, I should not have put it on the cover for safekeeping because I'm, yeah. I'm worried I'm going to bend it getting it off. Okay. Anyway, um, so you've got the bar, and if you slide it onto the bar, it also props up and it's oh, really sturdy dude. I totally so you can even elevate it higher. next to like a proper desktop monitor <laughs> okay. and it looks like a little mini iMac isn't that cute oh i
1: did not even think about the fact that those legs were there for that reason i was so oh stoked i was just God. messing
0: around i was like i've got to put the phone down i don't want to put it next to the case what a, <laughs> what's this bar for and i put oh. it under the bar and it elevated up even higher and i was like oh my gosh this is adorable and so, so I did d- d- get one d- d- shot of this in my video, but it's super. Okay, cute. I,
1: that this part I did not. Uh, I and the magnet, of course, is very. Str- Dang, dude, the magnet. I mean,
0: like. Oh, seriously. it's it's brutal. The only magnets stronger are the ones on the Rode Wireless Go to mics that will snap themselves um, <laughs> in half if you let them get too close. So anyway, okay, everything so nice. everything about this is great. The only bummer that I have with this this screen is that this magnetic folio stand. Mm-hmm. doesn't properly cover the display as a protective covering
1: no so they say for the me magnets they, don't
0: line up for that no i, I was that's bummed
1: what, you would you would have imagined um i think for some specifically because uh the magnets on the back have a metal back to be able to clamp on but on the front they don't have it yeah it, that's what i'm trying to say it keeps snapping up because of the base. where uh, it'll magnet. pop open Yeah, yeah yeah exactly yeah um, they're supposedly uh, making the keyboard ma- uh, cover. That's going to be the cover for the front, because oh, we got
0: pre-production,
1: cool. we didn't get the keyboard part. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah. So at the bottom, the the same p- two pins that you saw. Okay. At the bottom...
0: So so without without the battery built in, yeah. some of the function of this design is going to be a little bit more like the U Perfect. So what covers and protects the screen is going to be the keyboard that uses the pogo pins. Yeah. And then we've got this other folio, which is way more. I mean, again, the magnets on this thing are so strong. You can hold it by the folio case and try to shake it off. And it's not going to come off at all. Absolutely. Again, earthquake camera for (laughs) Southern California.
1: That shouldn't, you don't have to do much. That just happens to stand there and basically right there. Hey, Greg, happy birthday, man. I didn't know you were, it was your birthday. Oh, it's Greg's birthday? I did not know. Happy birthday. Everybody's wishing uh, Greg. Birthday. Uh, like, yeah. DTA kicking it off with happy birthday, Greg. Have an amazing day, man. Hope you have a good day, man. I was, uh, I <laughs> just didn't, I didn't see it. The s because, yeah. So one thing I would say also um, that I, I was interested to see basically uh, with the configuration that they gave us here is the options or the con- the, uh, the controls are all built in in the OST that's present on the right side of the display. And it actually has quite a few modes. It can get pretty bright. Yes. I was surprised of oh, how right. bright it gets in game mode. Oh yeah. Um, so it, for me it's it truly like fits everything but let me ask a question. Did you face yes. or did you have any problems when you tried to crank up to the brightness all the way to 100 on your phone
0: and it disconnected on you? Did you try it? Uh, not on the Honor. I didn't try it on the Moto cuz I okay. I just didn't think. I so Depends
1: in my video phone, I mentioned like yeah.
0: It's going to depend on the, on the power output from the phone. In my yeah. video, I was mentioning like, man, this thing is like kind of scary dim when you first take it out of the box and you plug like, again, when you plug ready for into it, I don't know if the Moto Edge will drive it. The Honor seemed to go with game mode at 100%. It was really impressive because okay, you so know you had it, right?
1: yeah.
0: that panel is is pulling some power off of that phone battery, but the yeah. Honor seemed to hang. Um, I haven't tried it with any recent Samsungs. My Samsung? Galaxy S10 is alarming whenever mm-hmm. I plug anything into the USB C because it thinks there's moisture in the USB C port. Oh, that's, right, that's right, that's right. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. We talked about that. Exactly.
0: So now my Galaxy S, my, my main DEX machine for showcasing DEX, and my favorite last Samsung might need replacing or repairing. I'm really sad about that. Um, well, it's the, not that I didn't it try be too with too bad. I think iFixit has the setup. We should be. No, able to I know. Easily. It's just I, mean, I don't want don't have to have to mess work. with it. Oh, that's It's true. just okay. I don't have the time, and <laughs> that sucks. And it makes me sad because the S10E was like a brilliant little mighty mouse. Um, I need to try it with the V60 because I mm-hmm. only just plugged it in with the V60 and the Velvet just to see Screen Plus fire up. Yeah. Um, it definitely won't play nice with something like a Duo. The duo oh. got real precious with battery life, so running external displays directly oh, yeah. off of those. So that so this
1: is thing. the big thing difference here. When you don't have a battery, you're really you're really needing to figure out the 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 power consumption. You can't technically plug in a power source. It's not like you can't. Oh yeah. But the concern obviously is if you're on the go, you're trying to use it. So that would be one thing you want to keep in mind. It's not really intended to be running all the time, but. Uh, because of the configuration that you have, not every device will run it at hundred percent, but game mode mm-hmm. for me. So about 80% with game mode, it ran fine on the, uh, on the S22 ultra. And it does uh, basically, it, it basically just power cycles the display. When you hit hundred percent, it just doesn't have enough power and it just restarts and it goes down, back down oh. to 70. So Samsung couldn't do yeah. it. Let me could. see, I mean,
0: while we're talking, let me, let yeah, me yeah, see yeah. if, if honors, if maybe I had that wrong, because I know I fired up game mode at some point, but, but keep going.
1: So game mode isn't 100%. Game mode adds a brightness level to the current setting that you have. There's still, Mm -hmm. if you have it at 100 and then you hit game mode, then you'll see if the phone can hang with it. But I mean, to me, still 80% brightness with game mode on, there was ridiculously bright enough to be able to use in any situation. But what I really loved about it is when I paired it with the Duo, with, not the Duo, with the Surface uh, Laptop Go 2, because it already had a 12-inch display. Like, to me, this was like a perfect pairing, yep. right? You suddenly now not only multiplied your real estate, you have a strong enough of a processor to be able to do all of that work and still keep going. So, to me, it was really, really nice. So, yeah, here you go. Well, full screen. I mean, uh, we'll give it a second. Here, Magic UI. So, go, so I go back into game mode and then... And go back to the first one top right back yeah and then and yeah oh good yeah look it does it it's doing away. it yeah yeah, yeah. i mean like my camera
0: can... won't focus on it because it's stuck on my face so apologies well, yeah all gotta look at my face but well, why don't you, you hide it? your
1: face man put it in front of you. oh here you had it right there see exactly same focus level yeah so that's pretty good okay good so that one so depending so on the basically have... we
0: just proved yet again that samsung's the worst <laughs> The, the Note 22, the ultra phone of the year, just, I can't get it done. Um, you know, it's, yeah, it's, let, it's really a bummer. You, you know what I, you know, what would be nice is if Samsung yeah. could make a phone that just works. You know what, if they thought about making a phone that just works, cause that, that'd be really nice. I bet people would really like it. If it just had more of the, it just works juice.
1: <laughs> if it just had the, just, it just, it just gotta work, man. It just, it's one of those things that has to, Now Samsung's still working on that one. And, um, uh, I, I mean yeah it just, it's
0: it's just really a bummer because you would you would think that Samsung like would know how to do that from that, copying that Apple be, for all these years. That uh,
1: that will be in the 2023 edition of the <laughs> Samsung Unpacked and we'll we'll hear that there so, and everything.
0: Not not it's it, I don't think this is a knock on the next pad because again this is this is high level use, right? Oh, yeah. the, the whole know. notion of using some kind of portable display that's going to clip to your phone they're answering a very specific issue. And I I completely appreciate some of the criticisms when you look at, see, the problem I have with techies is like, you show them all of this general functionality and then they'll go, oh, but here's this one thing. And I think it's a deal breaker because I'm insufferable. And you're like, okay, for the laptop docs, it's things like Android doesn't have great support for, inexpensive touch pads mm-hmm. and where do I even put the phone? How am I gonna use the selfie camera on the phone? I've gotta buy some other accessory to prop up my phone or get a magnet that sticks the phone to my laptop dock. So I yeah. guess that's just a non-starter. So the people at Next Computing have made a handheld front facing phone assembly where mm-hmm. it snaps the phone to this casing. Now you can still use the webcam. Now you can still function like a tablet and have a desktop mode and get all and, this extra functionality. you can still listen
1: to your audio straight from your phone in front. In and the because screen. the phone
0: speakers are, are, are bouncing off the sides mm-hmm. of this, this metal chin. And and now other people are going to complain about, well, but I mean like the chin's too big or this is built too heavy because magnets and things. And you're like, this this is what's frustrating about being a tech reviewer is because I feel like i shouldn't have to say in every video Mm -hmm. not every one accessory is perfect for every consumer but it's like you're forcing me to like like little baby airplane in the hangar spoon feet now remember kiddos some accessories are gonna be for some people and some accessories will be for different people Mm -hmm. and i feel like anyone who can imagine that other people exist so first of all just just that's that's the bar i'm setting here i'm the the lowest possible bar other people might exist on this planet should at some point be able to take that part of a video for granted and i shouldn't have to waste the oxygen that i just wasted right here in explaining the conundrum of being a tech reviewer because this is this is high level this is kind of niche Mm-hmm. Again, someone's going to look mm-hmm. at this and say like, well, I could I could just go buy a separate tablet, but I still feel we're answering a question of why buy a $250 tablet mm-hmm. which is going to run okay out of the box and is going to run like garbage in 2 years when you can buy a really beautifully built display and then every time you upgrade your wonderful little Samsung phone, so long as Samsung keeps uh, supporting a great feature like DeX which would be a reason to buy Samsung phones because DeX is flipping amazing yep exactly every time you upgrade your awesome little Samsung phone your tablet gets way more powerful too exactly and and when when we're sort of presenting the use case like this i find it insufficient for people to pick out like the one deal breaker and then act like that's a uniform complaint from everybody the internet was talking to this one person in my YouTube comments, letting them know that everyone on the U- on the internet agreed that nothing was ever worth it and that no one should buy anything. And nothing is exciting anymore.
1: Um, exact
0: And phones are so boring, TK. Don't you think phones um, like, have gotten boring?
1: There were so many phone announcements this week that I was like, uh, yeah, <laughs> man, I'm excited about this stuff. I don't know what this company called, you know, whatever. And they're like, uh, no, phones are boring. I like, mean,
0: come on. I just get this phone and I snap it right there and I go and I take a video call. Yeah, it's and, a, and rectangle like a rectangle. The camera's right up on top. Right.
1: That's a rectangle on a rectangle. You should be ashamed of yourself for making that. I'm
0: scared. Oh no! I I saw I saw a bezel, and I threw up in my mouth.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Gavin, I love this one. Yeah. Yeah. That's 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 the story, and I think we're going to stick to it all the way till till July twelfth next next week. Actually, yeah. So next week, so we're we're literally less than a week away from. Um, the nothing announcement, which I think for the most part, we already know mostly on the hardware and software, roughly what's going to be. But, um, every time, like just for reference, we, we just saw the announcement of the Xiaomi 12 S ultra, the phone that made me drool, just list, just looking at the specs on that sheet. And I was really, really hoping it was a global launch. It turned out to be a China only launch. So like, I, I'm I, hoping this is going to change. I'm really hoping it's going it's to. I gonna really
0: change. do. I'm very anxious that I don't think it will.
1: Yeah, I think we're back to think... the, what happened a couple of years ago with the 11, with the 10 Ultra. So yeah. remember, the first Ultra didn't go global. The second one did. Uh, the 11 did. And then it was like, a, this, was, this is actually technically much, much later. Last year in 2021, the 11 Ultra came out at the beginning of the year. And we already saw that, but then this time they waited all the way to like, so we're in July right now. So obviously the,
0: the... I, I, knowing the, the sort of relationship that Xiaomi struck up with Sony for that Mm -hmm. ridiculous IMX 989 image sensor and the other constraints on manufacturing chip distribution, knowing that. TSMC, I just caught an article. I think TSMC is now responsible for fab on almost 70% of the chipsets and SOCs that are going into portable electronic uh, consumer oh, wow. electronics now. So when you have such a lopsided chunk of the market going to one company, and it's understandable because TSMC is doing brilliantly good work, mm-hmm. um, it also means... Companies have to kind of bid to spend the cash to get the SOCs that are in demand, let alone all of the other components of the phone. Mm-hmm. And I feel this is this is gonna end up being something very akin to like a Sony distribution strategy. Yeah. They know they're only gonna make so many of these things because all of the components are so expensive. And knowing that they can eke out the most sure profit margins, just keeping the regions constrained. Yeah. Like why 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 try to impress people by making any additional phone for any other region if you know you can satisfy a certain amount of demand directly out of China immediately quickly yeah. get your cash and then you know you can you can keep that as a more limited run device and it's sad that this won't probably see a, a broad international release if it sees any international release so i'm going i'm going to be shopping it I'm I'm this is within a few times I think I'm seriously gonna be trying to shop a Chinese ROM version of a Xiaomi phone, but I gotta play with that image sensor. And I've still had the roughest time getting like a sharp. You yeah. know, one of the Aquas or the, the, the Leica phone. Yeah, yeah. I, just, I played a little been, bit with the Leica phone. So it's actually a,
1: a pretty. I, I didn't play with the Leica yeah, phone they, more than 20, twenty minutes. It was it was at the Qualcomm. They look like, great. last year. It's it's yeah. really nice. Single sensor in the back, and I was like, "What?" And but but then you you take the cap off. It actually has a camera cap on. And I was like, "What?" Like it was seriously like I, I geeked yeah. out with that. Um, but uh, Qualcomm had has. Has had some good partnerships, and so the eight, gen, eight plus Gen One will be powering this. Uh, the large image sensor, as as Juan was mentioning, the IMX uh, ninety, as it nine eighty nine, you said. Nine eighty nine, yeah. Nine eighty nine. The biggest thing that I'm actually interested to see is why. So, okay, so I, I understand the the concept of why, and we the 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 uh, uh, not the, the, the economics and of things. Why is it sitting only in China? My question would be: is why announce it to the global market though? Like why tease the global market if you're not possibly gonna be showing something similar to this in maybe a different format? We may not see the 12s Pro, 12 S Ultra in there, but it maybe maybe there's gonna be a a different iteration that will utilize that large sensor.
0: So kind of look at this I kind of look at this like cars though. Mm -hmm. You know, um you, you, like looking at classic Nissan and the Skyline mm-hmm. and into the GTR and they yeah. their yeah. Aspiration products, mm-hmm. they help move the conversation. There's, a, I'm sure there's a trickle-down effect. Like, you know, I have a Nissan Sentra as like yeah. my little commuter car. It's fine. It's a fine little car. It gets great gas mileage. But, you know, I wasn't drooling over a Nissan Sentra at the Nissan dealership. I was like maybe putting some um inappropriate paw prints on their GTR you know like you, th- I feel like there's there, there's still this lopsided coverage for the premium tier that's what we get excited about that's the mm. entertainment value that's why we have these streams and shows and why I've got a silly collection of phones sitting right in front of me but we also know that the vast vast majority of people are shopping four hundred dollars and under so I think oh. there's a halo effect yeah. And I think that's why they like to make a lot of noise at this because Xiaomi wants to be respected as not just the we're the brand that staples tech together for cheap company. Mm-hmm. They want to be known as a tech innovator and a tech leader yep. in a space. And and I feel like they're 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 climbing up to that reputation. Well, I think they still yep. have a ways to go because the, on on the other side of this, for every time they make big noise about like an ultra phone. I bet you it sells them a lot of Redmi's and Pocos, right? Yeah. Yeah, because or, or again, they, they, um,
1: I, I say people want to be in more... the same
0: umbrella. They yeah. want to be associated with the same company. And when the company's making big things happen at the high end and some exciting things happening at the high end, and there's this positive commentary about the most, pro- I mean, the, 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 the most expensive products in a company's lineup, I bet you that also has an emotional impact on the people that are, that are spending less. In, this, in much the same way that people would complain about PCs being crap because they kept buying the cheapest entry-level plastic Dell, and they weren't shopping the same, you know, like, I spent $2,000 on my MacBook, but I spent $300 on this piece of crap Dell. Why aren't PCs as good as my Mac, you know? I no, think I, there's also the positive aspect of that. I only spent, you know, $200 on the Samsung Galaxy A series, but look at all these people saying nice things about the Galaxy Ultra that's i'm a member of the galaxy club too they're saying nice things about me also
1: no no i'm I'm totally with you and speaking to that uh since we uh since you actually made a perfect sense out of that one let me just see if i can bring that into the stream uh you know what Uh i forgot how do we how do we wait how do we share screens
0: where does that button go did we lose the button the share no, it's, I've, I've got my share button oh. down at the bottom still. Yeah, it is. Did, no, no, I know. It's a format. Sorry. On my so side. Th- this, this entire podcast, I've had massive audio issues. TK was having like some StreamYard issues. Like, oh, I'm it, amazed it, we're talking to anybody right now. I was like, so, instead of a podcast, maybe I'll just call you on the telephone and we'll record the call. <laughs> and maybe that's what we'll do. We'll make sign language. Um, so speaking of <laughs> what you were talking about where you said
1: people will be looking at the higher end and now enjoying and looking at some of the other things. They also put it very so slightly in between all of the other tweets that they were pushing out um, that they're releasing the 12 light that's coming up actually at some point. It nice. says my style, my shot unified uh, unified color scheme. I didn't get any, any of the other information. They don't even think they said when
0: um, comes in a variety yeah, I didn't, of options, I didn't...
1: colors, match your style. And that I went.
0: didn't catch it, but, but again, it's, It's the same thing. I I think Xiaomi has learned an interesting, profitable, and ultimately minorly frustrating lesson from from Samsung. Sorry, yeah. I, I mean, we we look at every major Galaxy launch now, and there's like a trio of Galaxy S phones that get pushed out, and overwhelmingly, the conversation focuses on the most expensive. Mm -hmm. And we still have conversations today with people who seem perplexed by the differences on the less expensive phones. I mean, think about the number of times we've had conversations just trying to map the, the track record of Samsung cutting features from Galaxy S. Wait a minute. Was it the S twenty that still had the quad HD display? No. So the S twenty one also the lost the SD card. Oh, but but wait a minute. With with the charging, what? When did they step down in charging? So twenty one. We spend so much time. <laughs> I know. We know. It's we 21. have to shovel all that crap. It, it, it
1: was, it but, was the year of the blue.
0: No, but Sorry. think about every single conversation. and Like, the number of podcasts I've been in on the chat where it's people like, God, and can you believe it? For the mm-hmm. S22 and the S22+, plus they have 1080p screens. Yeah. And you're like, that didn't happen on the S22. That happened on the S21. We don't know that because no one was talking about the S21. Everyone was talking about the S21 Ultra. Yeah. And, and I feel like Xiaomi is, is learning, like, hey, we're going to put out this 12S, this 12S Ultra, this 12S Lite. We're covering all these different consumers at all these different price points. Mm-hmm. They're all called the 12S. And so someone who doesn't spend as much, they're going to hear all of this chatter about the 12S Ultra. Oh, and then, yeah. hey, look, but the 12S starts at a quarter of the price. A I can get a 12S for, a for way, thing. way less. Exactly. And so again, I feel like samsung i think has has kind of pioneered mm-hmm. this sort of release strategy and really trying to hype because if you remember way back in the day you'd get like a galaxy s4 and then a couple months later you'd get an s4 light yeah boy howdy were those not ever similar experiences the S4 sport, sport
1: edition and, and then you got the uh, uh... Yeah, the Mini. I don't know, I think, was it the S4 or the S5? Was no, it a the Mini? The S5 had the Mini. The S5 had the, S5 mini.
0: Had the mini, that's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So They only did so, it with the S5
1: and they they went away and then they came back with the S10 and they went back away.
0: Moving from S10 to S20, I feel they they were doing a much better targeted version of Spectrum, of, of it releasing still, it, a spread of devices all at the same time, yeah. but then really hammering the focus on the absolute most expensive, knowing that that would halo for the cheaper devices. And people really wouldn't know what the differences were because most people aren't tech reviewers with like four different phones sitting right in front of them to compare. So someone who sees all this positive buzz on an Ultra and then picks up an S22 Plus, they're not gonna know. They're not gonna know how that's different because they Um, don't have both phones sitting right in front of them.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, and and I think that's what it is. A A lot of the things that we are able to draw and talk about is based on comparisons and the ability of the fact that, we have had an opportunity to try multiple ecosystems, multiple versions of Android, multiple skins, different formats, shapes, sizes, lenses, all of the different features. But um, mm-hmm. when when we look at things like this, I I appreciate them pushing the envelope a little bit because I also look look down the road. Like when you with the new features that we see on the Ultra line or the high end, the you know like when back in the day when CD players were the most amazing thing to have in the car because who doesn't want to listen to CDs in the car? Right, Uh, you know, and then later on, then that becomes the standard, right? Then no more cassettes. I know cassettes for everybody in the. I'm just kidding. Uh, You know (laughs) what I mean, though, right?
0: (laughs) I was about to go with the cassettes. It was a Um, it was a kind a form of magnetic tape, and you would have it on a spindle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's fine. It's one of those things.
1: Yeah, we're we're really old, and then you know, of course, uh, that that became a standard. (laughs) And then lo and behold, cars now don't come with CD players. They don't come with any kind of magnetic you know, disc player. PCs don't come with magnetic uh, disc players. I mean, all of this stuff now is just old tech. But what I'm saying is the high-end model is what brings in some of these experiences. Like the IMX586, yeah. that sensor we've seen now on a lot of mid-rangers, but it used to be reserved to flagships. And now the price on that sensor came down. We're able to see it in mid-rangers. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Realme did a really decent job with that one also on when they mm-hmm. utilized it on the, um, the GT2 Pro, the dual IMX uh, 576.
0: As and five, and 5, I, I would also yeah. assume that manufacturing has shifted where we've reached that kind of tipping point where for the sensor itself, not everything that goes into it, like the image stabilization and the lenses and, I, I, glass absolutely. and all yeah, that, yeah, absolutely. but the sensor, the sensor itself, yeah. I think it's now probably, it, it's kind of like uh, 1080p to 4K TVs. Yeah, yeah, It's just after a point your manufacturing scales and it's just cheaper to make the better. Exactly. You, you, don't, you don't have as much of a cost savings going with another sensor. And I think that's why we're seeing it in so many of these like, Two hundred dollar five G emerging mm-hmm. international yeah. phones. They have image sensors that are as large, or sometimes even larger, than an iPhone thirteen Pro. Yeah, that doesn't mean the camera experience is as nice. Oh, absolutely. The actual surface area gathering light is something that would have been prohibitively expensive. Like it's in the ballpark of Lumia ten twenties. Oh man. Yeah. And now it's we just we just kind of chuck that as the affordable option into a $250 POCO, like that's fine. <laughs>
1: like and and that's, at the end of the
0: day, it's so crazy to see the evolution p- on that. And the press material that we see around it,
1: a lot of people like, well, my phone has 108 megapixel camera, So you're, you're living vicariously through the spec, as if that, the, the, like you said, <laughs> right. um, 108. Oh man, that's hilarious. I mean, proof in the pudding, Sony can do so much <laughs> with a 12 megapixel sensor, even to this day that, you know, yeah. other companies are having to jump into 108 to, the, no. What I meant to say is, though, is that that's the stuff you appreciate. I mean, obviously, right now, we're not saying that, you know, within the next couple of years, we're going to start seeing one inch sensors on every phone. But I can probably see that in the next maybe four years or so that this may end up being something that we see more often. And we're moving on to the next, you know, the next golden Apple or the next golden feature that, you know, uh, the boring phones
0: are going to be coming up with. So I'll be really curious. There's something about once you start getting to 1 over 1. 1.3,
1: yeah.
0: a 1 over 1. 1.3 inch type sensor, mm-hmm. the manufacturing gets more and more complicated. Absolutely, The camera housing and the amount of depth that you need in the you casing definitely have, of the yeah, phone. The casing itself has to be thicker. Where you've got to route all of the internals because you've got basically a giant hole in your <laughs> phone. Um, and your I motherboard think, is on the
1: shoestring. Yeah, but yeah, keep going. I,
0: yeah, in, unless we see some kind of very impressive or, or like an exotic lens design that now becomes more affordable. Like I saw mm-hmm. a company that was doing this like anamorphic style lens array for smartphones. Oh, okay. And you're like, that's really cool. You're getting this dramatic wide image. They're saying like, we can we can kind of because optically we're doing this, you'll get like. Four times the image detail and clarity and, and pixel detail. And it's mm-hmm. like, that's really cool. The bulge on the back of that phone was like three times the depth of like a Vivo. And you're like, yeah. that's already a chunk of a camera sensor sticking out the back of that phone. So until we see something exotic happen with lens design where we can compress that, we can make mm-hmm. that focal, foc- that, that focusing depth more um, uh, discreet in that case, I think we're gonna see that divide. Okay. I think we're gonna see a divide where you're gonna have a premium tier of phones at around a thousand. Some of those will fall in price. Like I'm very impressed that a Pixel 6 has that, that GN1 sensor in it. Mm-hmm. That is yeah, a yeah. huge sensor to have in a mid-price phone. But I think you're gonna see a hard line where it's too costly and it takes up too much room so that's really a specialty feature and it costs specialty dollars. I, I seriously doubt we're gonna see anything much larger than one over 1. 1.4 mm-hmm. on an iPhone because Apple knows that their customers won't know or care that there's any <laughs> difference in going up sensor sizes. Yeah. Um, I, if they ever match the camera sensor sizes on like a OnePlus 9, I'll be shocked. So it's really on us to say like, well, okay, if you're really into photography, you've got to specify what is it about photography that you're into because if it's depth of field and having a more photographic, kind of a shallower blurrier background, that kind of a thing, you might want to go with one of these phones. If it's more like high frame rate video and action and sports and quick capture, you might not want to go with that one inch sensor. You might want to go with something smaller, but way more performant.
1: Oh, um, yes, so-
0: exactly. So so again, I feel like we're gonna see those hard divisions. It's gonna be harder just because we need those numbers. Everyone wants to be in, impressed by some random big spec. We're it's gonna put our, our specs way. out and compare our specs. Um, <laughs> but, the, uh, the, because but When it comes benchmarks. to the physics, yeah, because so. benchmarks, exactly. Hey, okay. um, but, but the physics is gonna be very costly to overcome to make one inch sensors less expensive to incorporate into something that can also fit into your pocket. It, so what I what
1: I was focusing on and I, what I was hoping for in this one is it is the year over year we learn we're better, faster, smarter kind of concept going on as we go with the first generation. This is not the first time we've seen them. As you mentioned just a few minutes ago, uh, Charp has had a, a version of it. Uh, we've seen Sony release the Pro-i. It, there are devices on the market that have them. Mm-hmm. But what we haven't seen yet is the ability of having them in a form factor that still is very stable thin as the phones that we've had. We're seeing an increase in size. The, the the thickness needs, I mean, as you said, you need the optics, you need the camera, you need the, the, the elements, you need everything in there, and you need to be able to bring in all of that light to utilize the full surface, which is one of the concerns they had with the Sony, is you need to be able to still try to figure out a way to get the full surface to run. But every year, with 2022 being the the kickoff, so I'm thinking at somewhere around 2026. That's still quite a ways, and yeah. at least two to three generations of learning process. And I'm hopefully at that point more optimizations, miniaturization of the board, maybe the, even the, the 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 boards themselves that we're using currently. Even they would shrink just by the factor. Maybe, of
0: yeah. So so the the so let me let me let me break down where I feel some of those challenges are going to come from with sure. my limited understanding of optical physics um at some point you butt up against a screen so you mm-hmm. can only go so shallow right um yeah. But well, those are the where the bumps are coming in from the back. And, oh, yeah. and it would be okay. I think a lot of people would say, hey, it would be fine if you stopped doing curved glass on the front and back to try and trick my fingers into a phone being thinner. Mm-hmm. And you just gave me a slightly deeper device. And you could also maybe pack in a tiny nudge to the battery life because this is a camera-focused device. You yeah, might yeah. want that. If you make this device a little bit thicker, you can also include better performing graphite, copper, vapor chambers, things that would help the phone run more consistently in challenging conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, But when we talk about lenses, if we want better coatings, better light transmission, better optical elements, that still means depth. And I think so far, one of the only scientific, um, not experiments, but I saw a paper published from a company they're trying to do a stacked sensor using these, um, it, it's almost like if you took fiber optics mm-hmm. and for every pixel on the camera, it had its own fiber optic trench. Okay. So the light would get, like a periscope, the light mm-hmm. goes into the little fiber optic tube, but these are nano tubes. It's not like a traditional fiber optic cable. Yeah. yeah. Um, but you can make that way, way flatter. If you are individually routing the light for every single photo element on the sensor, you can squish all of that lens array down way more aggressively mm-hmm. because you can literally move the light in other, sort of if flatter, you can spread that that out more.
1: That makes sense. Didn't I mean, get to it... see, no, no, it
0: makes sense. I didn't get to see any samples of how that <laughs> lens performed Mm-hmm. There, I mean, we're talking. Their initial tests were not being done on 108 megapixel image sensors I, with, uh, you know, 108 million nanotubes to to route all that light, and the manufacturing costs on something like that would oh, be I, disgustingly oh prohibitive at this time mm-hmm. for for a consumer grade device. And so I'm reluctant. I mean, I agree with you that we get there. I'm reluctant to say three years just because so far I I haven't seen anything specific in the manufacturing of camera sensors and lenses. Like, again, this all takes us back to like the arguments I was getting into people with the duo. Like, why can't they just put a better camera in the front? And you're like, you don't think they put the best camera they could have? Like, that's so thin. What do you think the rest of this is going to like, I need, people to be able, again, this kind of goes back to my rant about people who can't imagine things like, yeah. I just want it to be better and perfect and magical and cheaper. Why can't they just do that? And you're like, well, you're awful at tech and you need to sit down, sir. This is a Wendy's. Um, <laughs> but like, what, what makes you think they didn't put the best shallow camera sensor they could into the front of the duo? I need yeah, you to start there. Like they weren't just. I know what we'll do. We'll put a terrible camera in the front. That's yeah, exactly. That's what what we want to do.
1: What company do you think (laughs) hits gets into a meeting, into a presentation, or a planning session? What can we do to make this thing worse, Uh, John? Let's go. And yeah, put put a box, put (laughs) put a cereal box in there. Uh, No, uh, it is truly always a a, um, the best of what they can do with what they have and what they're all what some of the limitations, like you said, the form factor is going to be a big thing what i'm looking what i what i maybe I, maybe i can elaborate a little bit more on the statement i wasn't shooting for saying that that in 4 years we would see every phone with a with a one inch sensor no. but what i meant to say is that there would be more offerings and more Perfect. solutions um from different companies to try to push that envelope on how they're able to provide us that depth and the ability of allowing the sensors to fully function and get the amount of space that they need you're I right mean, from, is, from last year
0: from the last year to this year we've seen a 100% increase in the number like. of proper full sensor surface area 1 inch camera phones absolutely and and we and had and we lo- had lozulman. one actually technically it's almost a 200% increase from the last sharp to the sharp and the leica oh yeah and And this Xiaomi, the the Xiaomi 12. So that's pretty good. A a 200% increase in the number of phones. So (laughs) we are seeing some improvement
1: and it is always going to be slow. (laughs) And yes. my, my main thing is obviously is performance and, um, what they're able to do. And then of course the processing and how they're going to basically uh, apply their color science and so on. Uh, I wanted to see basically how, since like I had a, such a strong collaboration with Huawei for so long, and then that, mm-hmm. that collaboration ended and then literally like not even without skipping a beat, Xiaomi jumps in and says, yep. welcome home, baby. Uh, you know, and let's, let's start dancing. So this is so, a
0: huge opportunity because like yeah, yeah. I know people make fun of it but OnePlus cameras got better when Hasselblad oh, started working with OnePlus. I know it's mostly a software thing but the camera performance on the OnePlus 9 Pro was that was a better shooter than the OnePlus 8 Pro even though some of the hardware is very similar. Mm-hmm. Um Zeiss and Vivo is a killer partnership. It's yeah. in my opinion it's mostly the fun stuff. I don't think Zeiss is is doing much to the hardware other than lens coatings That's true. so so the lens coatings as well yeah i think sony helped uses all, minimize, minimize size as well yeah exactly the zeiss mm-hmm. t-star it minimizes some of that internal reflections and, it, and in fact i would even say samsung is probably as a nudge ahead with their own material sciences on lenses but i mean we're very very close vivo and sam and the ultra the mm-hmm. the note 22 are, are neck and neck um what was the other one so Leica obviously is getting into this really big I'm actually kind of I uh, I shouldn't say surprised but I'm I'm a little disappointed that we haven't seen like Nikon Ooh, get yeah, involved yeah. with mobile manufacturing because the the whole market for standalone cameras is eroding um we're probably down to seeing maybe 5 to 10 million total camera bodies sold over the next over the next year, the next fiscal year in 2023, or at least Canon is estimating that the market is going to shrink to some somewhere around 10 million, not for Canon, but 10 million camera bodies in total. Oh, yeah. And that the vast majority of technology investment, R&D and consumer facing brand awareness and sales is going into mobile. And mm-hmm. so I'm very surprised. I, I, I would imagine Canon would be a holdout. They would not want anything to cheapen the Canon brand, market yeah. brand name. They, they don't want anything infringing on the mind share of like class leading camera performance. They but don't Nikon want to create a Canon, is, but I got it, yeah. Exactly. Nikon is in an interesting spot where you know I would say Sony and Panasonic are kind of leading the mirrorless charge. Canon had a much bigger share of the traditional DSLR market. The Nikon, the new Nikon camera bodies have been great, but they also have that Nikkor glass mm-hmm. that would absolutely be the, a great label to staple onto the back of a phone. And they could make all these accessories. They could, they could really try to drive that relationship. I'm, I'm, I'm not surprised, but I'm very disappointed that we haven't seen that partnership try. I mean, at least Panasonic tried mm-hmm. a smartphone camera thing and it failed. But I mean, like Nikon hasn't done anything with any kind of collaboration or, or any type of partnership. Well, I mean, it, it, at the end of the day, it's,
1: it's more about what, what do we well Do they see themselves diversifying enough or, th- or maybe they feel like they're just, there is that brand loyalty that they don't want to maybe diluted. it. Maybe they feel like, you know, if Canon's yeah. not doing it, we're not going to do it. Sony obviously is way beyond what they're doing. They're not trying to, you know. They're not trying to hold back. They literally drive ninety percent, ninety to ninety-five percent of the market's uh, image sensors, uh, and that's literally how they're in everything. You know, money-wise, it's there. But my concern and what I what I worry about is you're right though. Uh, the standalone camera body is less and less attractive to most users now with the type of sensors that we have on mobile devices. Uh, And I've seen this over and over. I traveled with phones with cameras and I chose Mm -hmm. to use the phone more because a, the thing looks beautiful. B, I don't want to spend five minutes setting up my thing just (laughs) to get a (laughs) picture. And and then by that time, somebody jumped ahead of me in line and I can't do my stuff. Um, for, for mobile technology and what we do, you need to be on it. You need to be fast. Your phone is literally the camera, the studio, the editing tool, and the production, and the you know, and the publication tool that you need, uh, and you're going to be able to do more with it as you go. So this is those are the things I'm excited, and that's why I want to see better camera or better um, capturing mechanisms um, that we're able to use. So the 12s pro, the 12s Ultra is very exciting. Like mm-hmm. you said, the chances of getting one, I mean, they're selling for about 1,100 uh, pounds. Pound, see, uh, that's, Euros.
0: that's the thing that blew my mind is it, it, it's it is, I, uh-huh. it's surprise it, it, it's it, it to me it was surprisingly not as expensive as i thought it was going to
1: i be. was expecting 15 to 16 yeah seriously like when i saw that i thought i was thinking where the pricing
0: 14 in, uh... i was thinking somewhere in there and yeah, it yeah. can you can climb up to, to but i was thinking 14 to start what and yeah and yeah. that's not uh, 1100
1: euros for the eight 120 i want to say eight 128 there's basically three configuration there's an eight there's a 12 so the eight 128, twelve one twenty eight, and 12 512 um for a of the phone and for me honestly the camera is going to be the exact same it's more about what you know and i'm not buying it to see how many apps i can run on the 12s ultra i'm buying it to test the camera and for that it'll run perfectly fine with eight gigs of ram yeah um Plus, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think Xiaomi UI, the um, UI, also allows you to use utilize some of the internal storage. Not oh to yeah, say that it would sure. help a lot, but... That's swap the, space if you need yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, but for me, th- those are the things I'm, I want to see more of. So the 12S Ultra is released. This, it was announced this week. And I think there's a few videos from, from uh, the Chinese creators that are starting to post them. Next week, we're going to see the nothing phone and we'll see how that goes. And it seems like <laughs> somebody's saying on the 13th, uh, the, the Xiaomi light, I guess somebody in the comments for the, the 12 light, uh, seems like it's going to be coming out on the 13th. Um, you know, it's in full swing, summer's in full swing. We're starting to see more, you know, mid-rangers. I, I, I consider the light as a mid-ranger. Um, you know, we know that nothing from isn't, is a mid-range device. So it's interesting so that... did you see
0: I, I was on all about Android um, okay. on Tuesday, I... and they were one of their stories was like, "Hey, we think we have the pricing for the nothing phone, and it was at the high end of what I thought was disaster oh, boy. Um, so I mean they, their their <laughs> base can, model can you... was going to be something like four f- someone please correct me in the chat was it four hundred and thirty euro okay, or was it four hundred and sixty? But anyway I see, yeah it was it was going to be ballpark like for their base model unit like 8128 it was going to be more expensive than a, a neo6 uh, like more expensive than any of these really solid pokos that are playing oh, in that WLC. higher perf- higher performance 460 euro yeah so close to 500 and, and, about 500 and so, so the neo6 12 is roughly a four hundred and fifty dollar phone, accounting oh, wow. for um, price conversion. Yeah, price conversion. So, so obviously, not exact. This is not oranges to oranges, but I'm not saying, well, ten dollar difference. It's definitely it would be different if you were comparing regions in the same pricing in the same currency, but still. That is a Snapdragon 870 with 50% more RAM and twice as much storage for the same price as the starter edition of phone. Yeah. It's exactly yeah. where I said you are going to get curb stomped by Pocos and Realme's and Redme's. And if there are any regions where eventually a nothing phone has to go up against a Pixel 6a, it's game over because you're even gonna lose your software advantage where you could make a play, well, maybe someone's got a Neo 6 and they know they're only gonna get like one update and maybe the nothing phone's gonna give them better software support, but -hmm. you can miss me on that showdown if a Pixel 6 gets into the race, a Pixel 6a gets into the race. And that could end up as low as like 399 euro in well, some, in some so more that's markets. The, thing, the
1: Pixel 6a is right after that. So this is where the things kind of get, get me. Like we're we're seeing the battle of the mid-rangers in July. Like this is seriously like prime time mid-range department here. Um, you know, it put the S12S Ultra on the side. That was more of an announcement, kind of a nice candy looking at, you know, eye candy in a certain way. Those are the devices that are going to be hitting each other. So the twelve light will more than likely be in the same market as the uh, you know uh, the nothing phone. Um, yeah, so the pixel six a may not may not be uh, in there, depending where it is. if if it releases in the u k, then they are going to be competing with them because I think if I'm not mistaken, I saw um snapdragon uh, the snapdragon u k account tweet a uh, a competition for the announcement. The launch event is in the u k. So <laughs> pixels do release in the u k. And and a week later, Pixel is dropping an A, you know? So I'm interested to see how things are going to be. It's going to be hot. It's going to be crazy going on there. I'm hoping, or actually I'm not hoping, I think nothing is going in with the services and the backup and the other things that augment the experience because we kind of already know what the phone is, right? I mean, for the most part. The form factor, we don't really know yet on the, on the performance on the camera, but it's a first gen phone, unless they hired and decided to copy some other companies, uh, you know, proprietary color algorithm and processing, uh, you know, algorithms, they're going to have some challenges. There's going to be some things to build up and, and learn from. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. It is a steep competition when you come into the game. You can't come in with the same attitude of OnePlus back in the day. It was a different game, it was a different environment. Smartphones yeah. were not the dominating, uh, you know, the most dominating. Uh, the OnePlus factors.
0: phone, like outright MSRP to MSRP, because obviously a lot of American consumers were still on two year contracts back then. Yeah, yeah. Those. But the OnePlus came in and steamrollered over all of those mini and light phones that we were talking about earlier in the podcast, because those phones were not good. And yep. a OnePlus came in and totally shook up different compromises to arrive at a lower buy price, price, price exactly. as opposed to a contract price. Or financing um, or promotion. Exactly. Right. I don't have a problem with that now. I mean, the free on contract phones are incredibly performant these days. Yep. The, the, the Pixel, from the Pixel 3a onwards, we've seen American mid-rangers Absolutely, step up to deliver a much more reasonable experience for lower price tags and for all of nothing's posturing. Because there's a lot of this like chest puffery, we're going to solve this problem of phones being boring. And you're releasing uh, so one I'm of the movie. most boring phones I, of the yeah. year, <laughs> minus right. a couple design accents that I can get on a gaming phone. For not a lot more money than uh, what I would spend which, on Speaking of
1: which, the the the
0: ROG Phone Six came out with all the RGBs that you need But, <laughs> right. that, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I was gonna say, like, like think about like a Black Shark. You know, yeah, like yeah. you could get really close to that nothing phone and get a very performant gaming phone with shoulder triggers and, and a, a better thermal design Yeah, mm-hmm. and a more powerful SOC. I mean, again, or F4, the nothing the phone G- will G- have did that absolutely bang. But, there, but I right mean there. like black shark technically is available in more markets, even though we know it's kind of not really, but it sort of is kind of like red magic. It does sell in the United States, even though it kind of doesn't, but doesn't. it is, but it does. Um, so, you know, i i i'm just saying like there are so many of these options and if you're not specific about what you want you end up with this kind of milk toast um jack of all trades kind mm-hmm. of kind of uh, delivery and i feel like nothing is trying to hype their way out of the scrutiny but we as soon as you you put this up against anything else that is already established in this market right now it makes this conversation exceedingly difficult i want to see a market disruptor show up and do something interesting with the phone and i don't think i don't i don't think what's going to change is better slogans i don't need more marketing i don't need more aspirational feel good messages i need some differences that i can point to for people to appreciate what a product can do for them that their current product might be lacking and i feel we always drop the ball on that conversation apple will make a whole commercial campaign out of water resistance coming to the iphone and now apple owns the mind share of well iphones are water resistant not like those garbage androids that had water resistance for years before the iphone did That's what we need to demonstrate. I don't need LG commercials with people taking selfies from Google Assistant that every phone can do. I need a gaming phone commercial showing people triggers pop up and someone playing a game. And, And that's a 15 second ad that beautifully demonstrates a unique feature that another phone is going to lack. And I haven't seen anyone in this market be brave enough To really talk about their phone and not just make it emotional gobbledygook it's always this feel good idea but then they don't actually sit down and say oh by the way the phone does this and no other phone can do that so if you want this you've got to come here because we've got it and we're going to rock your socks exactly
1: yeah, yeah, no, I, and that those are the things I, I I want to see more. Um, And the one thing that we don't get a chance to see because we're not in this in their markets is we don't get to see the adverts in uh, the markets and the banners. I know at least in in Europe or in the UK, um we there, Huawei makes a lot more advertising. There's there are some Xiaomi advertised that you'll see for their devices in the markets that they're releasing in, but we don't see that. Oh, god! Very. I mean,
0: I, I love seeing like like just wall building sized Vivo adverts in other countries. <laughs> yeah, I just yeah. like. It blows my mind. You're like, I would love to see any of that brand confidence, <clears throat> any of that brand confidence from Motorola. Yeah. Where is Mo- the, the progenitor of Android in the United States market, the droid? The droid. You know,
1: everybody you, thought you had
0: Android had all that droid. mind share, and, and they won't put out, uh, you know, like you, you a, you remember a the seasonal droid commercials? television commercials. Yeah, no, no, like, everyone remembers the no, droid commercials.
1: That commercial. Land like iconic icon. I, icon, icon, well, I sorry, made an icon of the word droid.
0: Mm-hmm. I had
1: for years I had conversations with people saying, I have a droid. I'm like, which droid do you have? Oh, I have an LG. A I'm droid. Like, That's not a droid. That's a droid. I'm like, no, bro. Just because you bought a, mo- a motor dro- a motorola droid back with Verizon when that, when that was over, the Atrix, I think, uh, was also coming out after that. Uh, you're right, Motorola had. Has, and they will but but the, I mean again,
0: I'm being very specific about brands. You know my no, my not. beef with LG and and all the excitement. I I've really enjoyed using the Moto Edge Plus. It it is a great oh, yeah. phone. It's a piece of a phone. You, Absolutely. I need any other company other than Samsung and Apple in the United States, and and I'm so happy to see Google is the company that's stepping up to have a little bit more confidence in their products yeah. to reach out directly to consumers side running around carriers to try and have that brand recognition conversation because that's where that's where this market is mostly failing consumers no one knows your product exists no one's gonna buy it unless they're related to a tech enthusiast who's broad enough to understand the nuance that's why we see so little movement, or actually we see a lot of movement, but it's all in one direction with Apple picking up more and more market share. Until we see these okay. companies making the same efforts here that they make in other countries, I don't know why they want to play this game where, well, I mean, we've got this great relationship with AT&T. Cool. AT&T's not going to sell your phone. They'll put it but, on a store shelf for a couple months, and then they'll put it in a BOGO or something. So like, l- it's me- not... Let
1: me let me flip the table a little bit. Play a little bit of devil's advocate here because I have a feeling. That yes, please. Something. Let's fight. So behind the conversation of what nothing's trying to bring into the conversation behind the conversation, uh, what what I feel like the true concept of what's going on. Actually, you kind of touched on a couple of good examples. The reason why certain things have been engraved in our memory is because of the budget or the advertising that came with it. Pixel did Mm -hmm. that very nicely around the Pixel 6 and everybody talked about the Pixel 6 because they finally supported their Pixel line. I mean, and what I mean, finally, I mean, they, they decided to push the budget onto the advertising department. What if nothing goes in with that experience but sells it? as the best thing since sliced bread in in the advertising department, where they bombard the market that they're in and and try to showcase all these features and why it's better looking than the iPhone and better looking than a Samsung. And they start putting a lot of adverts. Do you feel like that could make the conversation shift towards them winning market share purely on advertising, purely on,
0: you know, uh, again, literally, sorry, showmanship? Yes. So uh, ultimately, yes. Um, In the short term, no. Because mm-hmm. um, I, I think as we've seen from a number of previous tech examples, um, you need to have a roadmap that, it, that can absorb yeah. roughly three to five years of absolutely failing in the market while you continue to push messaging to consumers before a consumer will take you seriously as an option for a daily lifestyle companion device. Um I think I still think it's it's the best sort of example of this trend mm-hmm. because the, the, the best example of this trend would be like the Surface Pro. Okay. The the first Surface Pro came out, got panned by reviewers, what is this thing? Windows 8, oh my gosh, it doesn't have a start menu button. Uh, could Microsoft fail anymore? <laughs> And then before Surface 2 came out, well, this was way more elegant than I thought it was. The reviewers were changing up their tune because they didn't wanna have to buy Surface Pro 2s and they wanted Microsoft to keep sending them free stuff. But by the time we got to Surface Pro 3 and generations of marketing, because we were still putting out advertisements, some of them were really dumb, Mm -hmm. like people doing choreographed dances with keyboard blades, sure. But Microsoft never left the conversation on the Surface Pro, and that was twofold. They needed to push software, they needed to push services, and they had a hardware platform to show off why Windows 8 and later Windows 10 Mm -hmm. deserved different form factors. They had to lead that conversation. A Surface is still only roughly like 5% of the total laptop sales market for Microsoft. Microsoft is not selling so many surfaces that this is a crucial part of their business, that this is a crucial part of their of their revenue streams. Yeah. But it's a halo product for Windows. It's a halo product for Office. So if someone can't come into this space and absorb and survive at least three years of tech reviewers talking trash, of putting out products and updating and improving and refining, And over that whole time, they need to keep the messaging present. They can't ever disappear from the conversation. They can't ever back off. If they can do that, then nothing will be a monster seller in 2026. It'll be a humongous success, but I don't think they can do it. I think they're trying to rely on enthusiasts and word of mouth in a very sort of half-hearted attempt to shake up the conversation that doesn't really need to be shaken up because other brands are doing exactly what they're saying, Exactly. but they're not going to do the big ad spends. They don't have the money to do the big ad buys in targeted markets. Mm -hmm. So to me, it's kind of a non-starter because you need to be kind of deep-pocketed. And I don't think nothing has pockets deep enough to sustain- Three years not of three aggressive years. marketing. Absolutely, to, and to, I don't think it's to three to get years, people right. interested.
1: And I think so. DTS comment. I think it also kind of matches. You're right. I think it'll be short-lived. I don't think it'll go for years. I feel like that's what's going to make the the initial rise through 2022 go. I feel like it's going to be the the social media. It's going to be the Casey Neistat. Uh, the you know obviously the, uh, the do what you uh, can. not Yeah. No. No. It, it, it's it's the the it's the guy that shows up to the party and makes a statement on something that nobody was wondering about. But my my concern is more about the hype oh, I right? resemble that
0: comment. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, what a wonderful party here. Tell me what phones you're using. <laughs> <laughs> no no I mean so when when I
1: think we know we know exactly what Carplay was trying to do when he made the statement of saying phones are boring. Um yeah. it it's it's a it's a it's an it's an invoking it's a statement that invokes emotion. It's like going into a room and saying, iPhones suck. And then not expecting at least half the room to stand up and start looking at you weird, like as if you just insulted their mom or something. Right. Uh, we, we I, I totally get it. And and, we, and we've and we seen that before and he's done it before. So I think at the end of the day, what, what I'm hoping for is um, some surprises from some things that we haven't seen yet. Obviously, we've seen some content. Same. On them. They've talked about it. I feel like it's going to be an ecosystem, but there is going to be heavy social media, you know, buzzword, inclusive club kind of thing going on, which is what what we had originally with OnePlus and the invite system, which I I hope that thing doesn't. um, Anyways, long story short, we have some things to learn from them and I'm hoping for them to have some success, but I'm also hoping for them if the pricing is what you're saying is true. They're 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 not here. They're in trouble. I mean, yeah, that was like
0: page one I, of OnePlus one plus one. I don't want them to fail. No, I'm and I don't this want them. Up yeah, because absolutely. I'm concerned. Um, Michael PepperTech also brings up a good point. Microsoft also has executives and people in place that know how to talk and market. Unlike mm-hmm. the pro wrestler wannabe that wasn't well spoken, and others were in charge for a bit. Sundar is a genius. I I could not agree more. Um, the Balmer years were very dark years at Microsoft. They were very contentious internally. There was a lot of conflict between departments. They never executed on, on combined strategies. Yeah. Um, and uh, Balmer gave off a very bullying uh, attitude, which I think turned a lot of people off that era of Microsoft. And Sundar is completely different in terms of energy, in terms of how he represents the the company and his initiatives on server side. I mean, sadly, we lost Windows Phone in the push to make Microsoft a much more agile services company. But I think we're seeing the benefits of that where Microsoft has gone all in on services Mm -hmm. and the hardware they make to support those services has never been better, but that's not the point. The point is Microsoft things need to just be sort of as ubiquitous as Google stuff. And they've done so much better over the last couple of years getting that done.
1: And I think this is the biggest part, is also like you said, leadership and, and and focus and the ability for them to six to have to stick through the the years of yeah. The growing pains, maybe it's a That's literally the best way to say it. it's the growing pains. You have to go through them and you have to kind of. The, and and them, massive
0: transition it. pains for sure. Absolutely. But I still
1: have still have the financial support of all the backers that were in on day one. This is going to be the challenge. Can you keep them on after the first year? Right? Because you could, you probably sold them on that twelve months plan, but then how do you go for the twenty four, the forty eight, the seventy? You know what I mean. So, long story short, we'll have to see what happens. We'll see what comes up. We'll see some of the options that they were talking also about trying to unifying uh, services between other companies. Maybe try to leverage some stuff from Samsung. We'll have to see. I know it, it's it's kind of like our running conversations, mm-hmm. but we're getting. Really I, I mean, again,
0: point. I I want them to do well, and I think strategic yeah. partnerships are great. So again, in markets where they both show up. The Pixel 6a is gonna have buds, and next year, Google's gonna be putting out an Android-flavored tablet, and Mm -hmm. there's all of the ecosystem. I mean, again, people seem to care about this ecosystem thing. I call that consumer lock-in. Other people seem to think that this is a good thing, but if you want your flavor of it, I don't know that the argument should be, hey, our phone also works with a bunch of Samsung products, because then, why wouldn't you just go Buy get an Samsung.
1: a53 exactly why why we, and then spend less money <laughs> That's, like seriously like you're you're going to kind of
0: or an a52 and like again <laughs> <laughs> a similarly powerful even cheaper device which is even, probably even better a better than, performer a before i was gonna say it's probably <laughs> right. a better
1: performer headphone jack 5g all of the good stuff uh some of the stuff that we've lost and and of course probably includes a charger in the box um so yeah, so some of that stuff coming up and I think so next week's going to be interesting. We'll have to see how that goes. Um, We have the Xiaomi coming up. We have the nothing coming up. Um, A week after that, we obviously have the 6A launch event. Um, And then we'll see how that, you know, how we already know, obviously how Tensor works. So from a performance Mm -hmm. standpoint, we shouldn't really be surprised too much of what the 6A is going to do. It's going to be kind of the performance on the camera and what the camera experience is going to be. And some of the other compromises that they probably went with to get the price to come down. You know, what's funny.
0: um, And I bet you, again, I, I, I would be willing to bet money that that Michael would probably agree with this next comment. Mm-hmm. When we look at the shift from Pixel 6 to Pixel 6a, yeah. it's not going to be a one-to-one downgrade. Um, Google has, has put so much time, effort, and money in optimizing for those smaller camera sensors from the Pixel 5 and the Pixel 4.
1: That's true. I bet yeah. you
0: things like, um, like portrait mode, Edge mm-hmm. detection, how your your subject is popped from the background, will actually be better on the Pixel Six A because all those algorithms are trained on the smaller sensor with smaller a longer sensor. depth of field. Yeah, yeah. You know, That's so true. when you have this a shallower sticks, depth of field,
1: kept the main sensor from the Six Pro,
0: uh, so you're you're still running on the higher. Yeah, exactly. So so again, it, this stuff needs a little bit of nuance. That depending on what features you really care about, and depending on what like. Kind of snapshots and candid's and photos that you like to take. It's never as simple as one score, one um, one spec, saying, "Well, this one has more megapixels, so it's the better camera." Yeah. There are so many of these little nuances that go into it. And now Tensor, most of those issues, those kinks, have been kind of ironed out over the successive yep. up, updates to the six uh, and, and six we t- Pro.
1: We probably I don't know if you got yours, but we got
0: the up for July update today. So uh, my duo be saw yours uh my pixel uh for for updates today <laughs> for ju- uh, yeah, Where's yeah. samsung how come we aren't hearing about the july update for s22s you have an s22 ultra didn't it also get the july update today mine
1: mine is a little bit TK, on a don't, don't track It's on a slower track because I'm on T-Mobile. I made the mistake. I picked up a carrier version. We're back on. Yeah, no, Samsung's a little bit later.
0: Uh, We probably see it later at the end of the month. We
1: don't see see update from Samsung at the beginning. No,
0: no, 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 no. See, I mean, that that can't be, though. I literally just had someone in my comments today saying the reason why they they, they buy Galaxy phones instead of other devices is because because Samsung is always the best and the fastest at putting out updates, and they always beat Google and the Pixels the bestest that the be- person that random commenter on my video could not have been lying to me so tk i think you need to i think i think uh i think you need to to own up here
1: uh, michael peppertech is like my z fold 3 got july 1st update but my s22 ultra eh. yeah no um for me i've i've kind of gotten in the habit of just i i'll I'll say this lately my satisfaction level of what Samsung's been doing with their update system for the last couple of months have been very um, moving in a downward direction because I have not been, I have not seen them fix things, you know, and moving on. They're still trying to patch up and fix things from a month and a half ago. Battery drain is still a little bit higher than it should be. I can tell you that my uh, Find X5 Pro lasts way longer than my Pixel, uh, my S22 Ultra, and they're running the same SoC. So obviously, and here, <laughs> Pixel just got Focus. it. Uh, Focus. Abracadabra. Boo. Oh uh, no, wait, wait. No. No. Nope. Okay, I did it nope. wrong. I did it wrong, did it wrong. Bring it back. Bring, you there it back. goes. There you go. I was like, I went the other. I did. Pew. No, it went the wrong. Um, I'm glad that I'm. Well, I'm sorry. One thing I, I am glad that the Duo 2 is getting updates and it is more better supported in that manner. Um, Samsung for me, it's been a, a weird. Like seriously, I am. I just, I don't know how to explain it. I I mean, I I would recommend Samsung, the S22 Ultra for a very specific person and it wouldn't be a general recommendation. And for everything else, I wouldn't even recommend the 22 or the 22 plus. I would just shift over to a OnePlus, honestly, like a OnePlus 10 Pro. Now that we finally have the higher storage and and RAM configuration, you have a selection to go between an 899 or a
0: 999. But I mean, again, even here in the United States, I mean, it, the hardest question, I mean, the hardest part of the conversation is just getting out of someone. What do you do on it? Exactly. Because if you're productivity focused, man, I'm going to push you towards a Moto if you're talking premium. Yeah. I, 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 Like, unless you're telling me you need a very specific kind of, like, photo content creation, you want those cameras, the Note 22 being, a, like, $300 more expensive than a Moto Edge Plus I think is... Is kind of tough with less for, storage.
1: With less storage, I'm, I'm at 300. I, but I had to jump a few more hoops to get the 512, just to get what the the 899. Well, was off
0: again. I'm I'm kind of being fair. Like if you go, because for you can very regularly find a note for like a hundred dollars off, or like yeah. go up a storage tier for the same price. As they, they did the that lower at launch. storage yeah. tier sales. That's how I was able like to that. do that. Yeah, yeah. sure. I, again, I mean, I'm I'm even trying to be fair in comparing a sale price note against the Edge Plus. Um, but at the price of an S22 Plus, oh man, Moto and OnePlus, I think have built the better devices this year. The, yeah. the Pixel 6 Pro, I don't think I'd make a strong purchasing recommendation so soon before the Pixel 7 is out. Yeah. But you know, if you were shopping more towards the beginning of the year, I haven't had anything that I felt was a significant deal breaker for the person who would be interested in a pixel. Oh, and yeah. I feel it's, it's just, it, we're, we're kind of locked in a conversation. Like you were saying, it's like, you, once you start playing around with dollar tiers, a thousand dollar phone has to have a reason for it. Yeah. Right? It can't just be, I, it,
1: I'm sure it is phone.
0: for a lot of people. I want to show off that I spent a lot on a phone, <laughs> I guess. But the only label that people are going to care about for that is Apple. So already the vast majority of those people are eliminated from any conversation that I would want to (laughs) have. Like, I just, I don't talk to anyone in in my circle of family and friends who's that impressed by gadgets or phones. So everything has to have kind of like a purpose or a reason for why they would buy more than an A-series Pixel. Yeah, yeah, And, And from there... From there, it's like as long as you can get any kind of specificity. I feel there are always better targeted options than just, I don't know. The S twenty two is the easiest phone to get at my carrier, which is a terrible reason to buy a phone.
1: (laughs) And well, I mean, the the reality there is going to be those that certain subset. But at the end of the day, if you buy with your with your pocket, you are going to look for what gives you the best bang for that dollar that you're spending, or for that currency that you're spending, and the mid ranger. At, like I said, this is why I'm excited for July because that is the fight. This is mid rangers at it. Um, I'm still really weird, worried about the fact that we haven't heard one phone being launched with the seven gen because I thought that was going to be the, the, the. I mean, literally, we, we we had this conversation. We thought that nothing should have been a good launch factor for that as opposed to. the did you read? Did you
0: read the? Um, did you read the? Or at least did you go through any of the videos for uh, for the next ARM reference designs? No, I haven't. I've been somewhat. So, this week. yeah. So, uh, again, a massive shout out to dudes like Tech Tech Potato, uh, mm-hmm. Dr. Ian, or Dr. Uh, Gary Explains. I think also mm-hmm. did some, I think he did a pair of videos, both on CPU and GPU design. I'm not surprised. Again, I'm I'm disappointed, but I'm not surprised. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if Qualcomm were holding off on 7 Gen 1 knowing now that the refined medium and small cores from ARM are getting tweaked for power efficiency. I feel this is one of the things that is letting down the Samsung fabbed version of the eight Gen 1 Mm -hmm. is that the hardware that's responsible for lower power activity is actually more is actually thirstier in performance per watt than what we had on the 865 or even on the 888. So this core configuration that would potentially go into a 7 gen 1 makes more sense when the new 700 and 500 series cores they're not more performant. They mm-hmm. they don't they're, they're not more they're, they're they they do not have higher performance They've got the same current performance at 5 to 10% power savings. Yeah. That is so much more what we need. And if they had done a 7 Gen 1 off of the first generation of these cores, it would have been way worse a performer at a, at a noticeably higher power draw than using a 765 or a 778.
1: No, and and I think this is the big benefit. If they if they do truly just give it them some time and wait for it, I just was excited when I heard when I finally heard about the seven gen one, and then. All quiet on the Western Front, kind of thing. So yeah, you're right. That makes perfect sense. If it is, it, if they are waiting for more a better power performance, power to performance ratio on those lower mid and lower cores, that makes more more sense because you don't want to get into that same problem yeah. with a mid range SOC that you're dealing with on your on your higher end. Because the As biggest
0: can... advantage to go in mid range SOC is better battery life. Absolutely. Yeah. And yeah, the seven sixty five has has proven that. I mean, it is such it's a great chip. Solid. Um, I, I, uh, I just want to point this out from Gabaletta. I've had customers in my line of work try to flex about how expensive their iPhone is. Then I pull my phone out, which costs way more, and they go, but it's an Android, so it's cheap. And <laughs> I know that feel. I've got I've to do something like pull out a Duo where they've never seen engineering like that Um, also micro pepper tech has had a a number of comments in the chat but i I really liked this one i totally love that the tensor is going to be on the pixel tab for the same reason devs getting tablet hardware that google has told us they're serious about and software progress for android tablets so pixel 6a means developers are going to have a high performance chip in an inexpensive phone to demo software if we want developers to take better advantage of our phone hardware we need to keep giving them hardware where the average users around four hundred dollars are 50. going to have that hardware because no yeah. one, no developer is going to make an app that only runs okay on an HN one. Like <laughs> that's such a tiny fraction of the market. They're going to say like, well, most of the people that would maybe <laughs> use our app are using much lower performance chips. So B- once the, the price is on nominator, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah once prices fall on things like pixel a series and pixel tablets we'll see developers take a bit more interest in oh well maybe we can push this a little bit more or maybe in, in a game we can do this with graphics and make it a little bit more um uh, engaging yeah
1: no no so. I, i'm with you and, and those are the things yeah was there yeah, any other it, it, uh, it, any other comments for michael or no
0: Oh, I mean, I kind of summed up like five oh, sure, sure. comments yeah, yeah, yeah. that he put all back to back, and back, to back. But, but I mean, uh, you know, we'll we'll probably be getting a little bit more word on Pixel Tablet, you know, uh, towards the end of the year or early next year. But yeah. Pixel 6a to Pixel 7, I think, is going to be an interesting stretch for We may for hear Google. more about the
1: tablet around the Pixel 7 launch well, event. They may I think
0: it's going to be way. interesting because we're also going to be pitting this up against... Uh, you know, iPhone 14 Mm -hmm. and the rumor is putting iPhone 14 as a holdover phone where they're gonna be using the older SOC in the $800 iPhone. And only the pros are gonna be getting the new A series. A16, uh, yep. so, So again, this is an interesting opportunity where, I mean, Apple makes these high performance chips that you can't really do much with you know like you can't you can't even run two apps at the same time so what is the point of having all of this compute power if it's only going to be put to very limited application um so again this is this is an opportunity you can say like hey this is the same chip that went into our pro phone last year and it's got a second life in an a series phone and it has a third life in a reasonably priced tablet that is good messaging to reinforce that kind of conversation with consumers. You're not buying a cheaper phone and getting cheaper performance. You're buying a cheaper phone and a couple things change like the screen and the camera, mm-hmm. yeah. totally reasonable. And yeah, I bet is. you consumers will get that if you just tell them point blank, this is where we move things around and this is why you might want to spend more but this is totally where you can spend less and you won't be punished for that.
1: I love it. And i that, this is why I'm excited for the 6A. This is literally why I'm excited for it. Um, and I'm I'm really worried, not worried, I'm not, <laughs> I'm hopeful for the nothing, but I'm, I'm worried as to the competition that they're jumping into, because if I'm not mistaken, Pixel does ship to the UK and the UK
0: is a market. So hopefully it will be there also at launch. I'm ready for and, the showdown. Uh, so, and, and again, I, I i don't think it's like this isn't a vegas like oh this is a hot take go throw some money at your favorite bookie like no obviously head to head google's marketing is just going to crush nothing regardless but i mean in in the actual user experience in the phone in hand the 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 performance the support the expectations on the companies there's very little i see nothing being able to do at 460 euro to deliver a truly better user experience than what a similarly priced A-Series Pixel is gonna do. So that, yeah. that's, I, I feel like a number of us have been commenting on this enough. Yeah, I, whatever, whatever your feelings are sort of like, whether or not you're, you're that impressed with what nothing has been putting out there. I feel like a, a number of people, we're not unique in this like this is some you know separate hot take from two techies way out on the fringe i feel like this is pretty common
1: it is for people paying attention no no absolutely um but on on a small side note i do want to talk to base a little bit more there was some you you were playing with uh, some interesting buds that you just posted also about a day or so ago there's a little bit of a shift gear and turn left right there no uh, <laughs> so uh, you dropped the video, I think was it this morning, right? I got the notification. Mm-hmm. And... The, the,
0: I was actually on an embargo. So the, uh, this is the, these are the bear dynamic free bird, um, which was a terrible name for me. Cause the entire time I was using them and writing a script, I kept wanting to make the free bird joke, like play free bird. <laughs> um, they're true wireless earbuds. I've been very impressed with bear dynamics, recent, prosumer strategy mm-hmm. like you i mean you regularly rock your dt770s dynamic is a staple of recording uh, uh the recording um career my entire recording career i've i've had some relationship with Baro Dynamic audio products but their new dt700s and their new i haven't tried their new um condenser but i have tried their new dynamic microphone and i flip in love Mm-hmm. Bear Dynamics, new dynamic microphone, it sounds so good um, on my voice. But um, some of their consumer has been a little hit or miss. I loved my lagoons until they fell off my uh, coffee table. Oh. So from a height of about two feet, something shifted in the headband enough that minor eyebrow movements would cause crinkle sounds in my headband that would like ripple all the way back down into my ears. And so unfortunately, oh, wow. while I loved the Lagoons when they were pristine out of the box, the minorest of lifestyle abuse rendered them almost completely unlistenable. Yeah, yeah. So that's not these. No, no. <laughs> so the Freebird True Wireless 10 millimeter drivers, Bluetooth 5.2 using Aptex Adaptive, Aptex and AAC. Okay. Um a very good anc not class leading so if you want earbuds that hyper isolate and completely block everything around uh, in the world around you these would not be my pick um but these have been some of the best that i've heard they're up there with like the premium tier sennheiser's and sony's okay when you activate the anc it is so beautifully consistent Um, ANC, even on some really good, you know, sort of more expensive uh, earbuds, to me, you can hear a tweak, or you lose some clarity, or something Mm -hmm. in the mids drops out, the EQ changes. It's like magic to me that we have active noise canceling as good as it is these days. Mm -hmm. But there's something sublime about ANC that sculpts audio around noise and doesn't affect the quality of what you're listening to. And these are some of the, I mean, I'm sure someone with golden ears would still be able to pick apart any consumer true wireless earbud, but this to me was one of the better examples of that tuning done well. Um, They also use a very interesting uh, quick pairing feature. So it doesn't use a traditional multipoint. It's not like AirPods Mm -hmm. where you're multi-connected to two to three devices all at the same time this will remember six different hosts. And so you go to the host and you still have to tap pair with the earbuds, okay. but the earbuds don't ever have to power cycle or reset or anything. So if you're listening to audio on a phone and then you, you push connect on your tablet, it is an almost immediate. It is not as fast as true multi-connect, but it is almost as fast as multi-connect. It'll transfer over and start playing the audio from the other from the other host device, and you can do that with up to six things. So not not as seamless as as multi-point like on the OnePlus Buds Pro, um, but pretty close, and with a greater variety. I mean, you compare more devices to the single thing. Just but really solid.
1: Higher higher transfer frequencies when you're able to do it in this format, as opposed to multi-connect. Because what you yeah. lose whenever you do have true multi-connect when you're able, where you're actually connected to two devices at the same time is, let's say, if it supports LDAC or something like that. With, uh, yeah, you've got to get
0: out of the fancy codec. Yeah, you have yeah. to
1: jump off the fancy codec. And you're like, well, wait a minute. I wanted fancy codec connected to everything. Well, buddy, it doesn't work that way. You know, Unless you want to nuke your battery in like 2.5 seconds. Uh, it takes a lot more power. And it says that specifically, you know, when you're running at the higher codec, you're sacrificing mm-hmm. battery for quality. And I think that's the purpose. You know. But. That that's
0: But okay, Aptex Adaptive, ANC on eight hours of playtime on a single charge. Wow. Well, uh, volume level 56, 50 to 60% or are we talking higher? According to Bear Dynamic, they only rate their products at 100% volume output. I could not kill them in a day. I genuinely don't know how close their estimates are ANC off. They estimate over 11 hours of playtime on a single charge. Wow. Okay. The case adds 19 hours of additional playtime. I,
1: no, I, I I dig it. I dig it. I'm thinking like, you know, nice long 11 hour, 13 hour flight to Europe. This easily hang, hangs in there between a yeah. couple of naps and eating and stuff like that so this is uh occasionally putting them back in the case well yeah of course but they're i'm sure they'll have fast charging that you know, you know 10 minutes yeah. or 15 minutes they'll give you like a couple yeah it's hours.
0: 15 minutes for i think two hours of playtime, which
1: is pretty literally pretty standard now with most buds mm-hmm. that you pick up on the market. so I'm, I'm excited this is nice i'm glad you were able to get a chance to put that out and uh, i know we were I I mean so we talked about it at the beginning of the show we like it, I'm 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 surrounded by monitors but yeah no surrounded by <laughs> monitors and 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 earbuds and and I mean if you parts. want
0: to see I've got the innocent actually set up on my desk right there and I pulled the U Perfect and uh, I could flip this around I've got the Cooler Master. 34 inch 144 hertz gaming monitor this thing is epic
1: Um, absolutely absolutely i have
0: way too many we got to get you on
1: call of duty man we just need to get you on (laughs) call of duty hook it up (laughs) and start some gaming
0: but why i mean have you tried playing vampire survivors on a 34 inch curved ultra wide it's it's amazing you should really give it a try it's like eight eight bit pixel art but it surrounds your entire field (laughs) of view Thousand is it one thousand? Who wouldn't want the, the curvature of your <laughs> eye? I'm, totally, Let, I, I, I'm so, I so desperately want to do this Cooler Master review doing like NES emulated ROMs and like <laughs> pixel art games. Like, I'm going to do Crypt of the Necro Dancer where oh it's like God, it, it looks like it came off an Atari, but it's in Ultra wide
1: <laughs> and it runs at 144. No, that does, yeah, I know. I would love to see that. Uh, <laughs> it is, it's, um i don't know if you want to turn the camera you're more than welcome to you hold you to... on
0: one second i might be able to give me just one second just
1: be careful yeah don't are you going to carry it or are you just going to turn
0: oh no you no have no your i set up? think well i don't i just i literally plugged in because i've got my b-roll camera yeah yeah over here on the side so i just plugged in the hdmi cable let's see if elgato is talking yeah there it is hey they talk so this is the innocent um they make the art monitor that i'm currently using and this mm-hmm. is a portable oled it's got a really cool magnetic um, clasp yeah, on yeah, the back, yeah. so it's got that like fancy arm. This is a—it's only 1080p, and Hold it on. is a little yeah. pricey. Let me do um, but it, it's a gorgeous OLED. Um, but if I pull this, so pardon the shake because I'm 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 not I'm no, kind of not make sure steady. sure you don't
1: want. Make sure you don't show anything we're not supposed to see.
0: I don't think I've got anything under any strict embargoes right now. But there's my uh, this is a 27 inch 4K uh, art monitor also mm-hmm. from Innocent. But then there's the beauty. Here's that real big, nice ultra wide, 34 ultra wide. I and love it's this. just so huge and expansive. I'm just I'm very impressed. So uh, this is this has been very nice because I had an old 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 120 hertz ASUS gaming monitor. Mm-hmm. Um, this is a big upgrade. <laughs> <laughs> it was like oh, a, you even
1: have it set up with your arm the, the yeah your desk arm there it looks pretty good oh
0: yeah so unfortunately my my office is so uh, cramped i can't really review a monitor on its own stand i don't have room like it, it. this is this is this doesn't even really fit on that little ikea desk no, i it's like, a challenge no no i'm with you yeah. i had to immediately go to a a desk arm so unfortunately even in my review i'm not going to be able to show off like hey it's got rgb in the stand it's not a i can't i'm
1: sure i am i am very sure you'll be able to find some stock footage you can reference and some of that in that that little part (laughs) it's just it takes up so much space i just can't i i get it i got it for me i um i didn't set up my uh the the 49 the g uh the g9 on the on the arm whoa yeah um, but I did, I do understand I'm with you. Uh, it's, it depends on the, the space, the availability and like if the setup that I have right now, my 34, uh, mine is not a curve, but like a, the, the 34 inch monitor that I have here is on an arm. You need arms on the, on your desk for desk space and functionality. You need to raise it. There's no reason for a stand unless you really, really can't put an arm because your desk can't support it. So it, it's, it's nice. So I'm looking forward to seeing that and very happy to see the setup, uh, slowly but surely upgrading going curvature so we just need to get you on uh maybe okay okay, okay, okay. we'll we'll talk about the game we'll talk we'll talk a little more um
0: so i I mean to to be fair when when i when i kind of play around and i'm testing gaming stuff i'm i'm very often firing up games like control
1: yeah oh control would oh my god would be that man that's pretty yes so so extra space the 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 curvature just to see more
0: oh my god yes it's so good so I mean like d- d- I've also been playing on the Steam Deck a lot. Um the the one of the most recent updates actually uh, delivered some very impressive uh, FSR upscaling and sharpening. Mm-hmm. Yeah yeah. So now if you take control and you play it at kind of a low resolution like 540p, so like mm-hmm. kind of just a bit better than standard definition, but then you set the FSR to like the the highest level. It looks pretty good, and Control is now playing at 60 frames per second on a Steam Deck. Nice. And it definitely does not compare to my 2080 Ti and this ultra wide, but that is insane to see something like Nintendo Switch grade playing Control that smooth. So it's been great. I've been going through like a whole bunch of indie and arcade games, twin stick shooters. I maybe bought the entire collection of Blaster Master Zero on Steam today, I love just it. to have something for the weekend, kind of Game Boy style, because I love you know the original NES Blaster Master. Um, but then, I mean, to sit down here and actually drive just a triple A, a AAA game with this kind of expansive view on it has been stunning it's it really has been beautiful i'm excited
1: i'm excited to see your review on that one so i'm, I'm really happy that th- you're 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 drowning in, in displays but you're drowning in such beautiful crisp colorful displays so i'm really happy that, that that's you know, coming out though. so
0: so sorry. like we've been talking about audio products i am not as qualified to talk about screens mm-hmm. i i understand optical tech and lenses and things like that but I don't really even. I don't even have like you know calibrating equipment. You know, I, I'm. I was not gonna say yeah. Though, I've guy. seen some
1: videos. Yeah, some people are like, they're putting their calibration tools. They're trying to make sure you know what what the display actual color gamut. Is. I mm-hmm. I absolutely. There is any for some people like because when I've done my my reviews, I'm, I'll say this: you want to look at the technical data, look at it. I'm talking my experience and my review is from a lived-in experience of how to use yeah. it and what the, the situations I'm using and how this thing looks to me. Um, you can, if you're trying to go into an art display, like you were talking before, and you need to have that color calibration done out of the factory, out of the box kind of there, and you don't want to go in and try to play with it to calibrate it. Then there are some videos out there. It's nice. Yeah. So no, no, I, I totally understand. Uh, but if you get more monitors, then at some point, maybe you will, you know, expand the repertoire. Maybe that'll be something. Well,
0: the thing I like is like audio products, because I feel my ears are Better descriptors for <laughs> consumer grade stuff, and I feel like when I describe what I'm hearing, I can do a pretty good job of saying like, mm-hmm. "Hey, for my ears, this is what this sounds like, and this is why I like that." The interesting thing is like, okay, we've got we've got the next pad. The next pad yeah. is a very specific kind of portable display, and it can do a very good job if you set it up as a more you know, sort of a stationary mm-hmm. screen. But it yeah. wouldn't necessarily compete to an actual like desktop monitor that can't go anywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we've got some good choices outside of that, though. At around the $300 price tier, we can go up to some larger portable 1080p displays, some touch screens. Um, you can go to 350. That's about where that innocent lives. And okay. now we don't have the resolution. It's just a 1080p display, but it's a really pretty 15 inch OLED. And that, I mean, the color on that thing is incredible.
1: Absolutely, I've never oh, yeah.
0: seen a portable display look that good. But if I go up a little bit more, I can go to something like the Uperfect, mm-hmm. which is a 4K battery powered dock of a screen with a much sturdier hinge and assembly so that you can prop it up you travel with it it's got its own keyboard you know blade cover so so just just like what i love about mics and headphones there's no one right winner but it's very clear to see you know hey if i need something a little bit more portable but i don't need it to be the brightest or you know maybe the color accuracy isn't quite as good there's this one solution i can go really cheap I mean, I I wouldn't I wouldn't uh, I, I wouldn't talk trash about my old LaPau. That's kind of a plasticky 1080p display. It wasn't very bright, and the yeah. color gamut was much lower. But I think you can get those for like you know 25 bucks and a half a ham sandwich now. I mean, like they're <laughs> not hard to pick up. Comes so you've got the LaPaus, you've got the WiMAXs, you've got the Innocens, you've got touchscreens, you've got OLEDs, you've got high resolution LCDs this to me is what's exciting why I've been taking on all of these extra monitors. It's been really exciting to see very clearly. This is different because it's doing this. This is different because it's better for someone who needs that. Yeah. It's not just big, big screen that I can fit into a backpack. It's, Oh, I can see the specific purpose for this. If I really wanted to do artwork on the go, I wouldn't go with a higher resolution LCD, Mm -hmm. I'd maybe wanna spend my money on a lower resolution OLED and then pair that up against something with like my Surface laptop and it drives that 1080p beautifully. You know, like all of these different parts and pieces now have very specific audiences. And it's not just, we put a screen into a cheap plastic frame. Now it's, we've got a reason why you might want this monitor instead of a different monitor. And that definitely piques my interest a lot more. I like the precision. I I like it when we drill down and we get specific about why we're making this product. And that's what I'm surrounded by. Like, I think there's a story for an ultra-wide monitor that's very different from a story from an art monitor to a portable monitor to a tablet dock. I mean, that to me gets me a lot more excited. I like it. I like it. And so for those, I'm hoping, well, hopefully we'll see
1: those videos come up in the next, in the near future. And um, we'll definitely be talking (laughs) uh, about nothing next week as much as possible uh, when things kind of, yeah, well, more than likely. Um, So for me, I have one more video coming up this weekend. Um, Hey, Golan's in the chat. Hey man, hope you're doing well. Hey, what's up Golan? Uh, um, I have one more video coming up this weekend and um, I am going to be I don't know, I'm debating, but I may end up having the, the Android Bay come up on Friday because I'm having some scheduling conflict on fr- on Saturday morning, uh, unfortunately. So I'll, we'll have to see. It may end up being a, a late, maybe even a late Friday show, um, but I'll, we'll have to figure something out on that end. And I know when Monday we'll be back for the SGQA. Uh There'll be way more, obviously, content to cover. The battle of mid ranges is, is in full swing and we're definitely going to be hearing a lot more in the next couple of weeks at least from three different companies that are offering us again very good contending uh you know mid-ranger performers for it's going to be a good
0: fight for sure yeah
1: well but i'm hoping that that's where the consumer wins that the more competition there is the more the consumer gets better choice better choices for less uh for less money and more options as well so hopefully that's that's going to be the solution um, so with that being said, I want to say, of course, thank you to everybody. Uh, Oh, James Vincent saying good morning. <laughs> oh my God. Hey, we hit the spot. So that's how, you know, we're hitting that time of the day. Um, you know, thank you for everybody for kicking it with us on this beautiful Thursday evening. Uh, you know, I'm happy to be back home, back in the studio last week was fun. Um, I got a chance to have fun with both the pixel six pro, uh, the, you know, the magic four pro I'm going to be putting out a video on that, on my camera experience, utilizing that during my trip to, to New York. Uh, it was a lot of fun and we took a lot of pictures and been posting a lot on social. So for that, for sure. Um, on Sunday, this, su- <laughs> this coming Sunday, I'm supposed to be I'm supposed to get my... Oh man, congrats, man. Congrats. Uh, yeah, I remember he was mentioning it not that long ago uh, that there it was starting coming to come into his It's a his good market. phone. It's a, I really it's a like very, the Honor
0: Magic 4 Pro.
1: And it works so good with this. The next bad... <laughs> bringing it back, circling back. Let's see. Can we get Sony to focus on Full. See, it's a
0: callback. there. There you go. Yeah. You
1: bring it back at the end. You circle back and you... Make sure you go with that. It's like a
0: poetry. It rhymes.
1: It does. Um, If you haven't done it yet, please make sure to like and subscribe and hit that bell icon so you always know whenever our show goes live. Make sure to check out both one and myself's socials uh, in the description below. The audio podcast will be going up hopefully live within the next day or so if you'd love to hear this on the go and maybe catch up on some of the conversations. Uh, But yeah, stay healthy, stay safe. Uh, Again, you know, let, let tech do good things for you. And we'll see you next week for another episode of The Best of Our Week. Bye-bye for now.
0: Bam.